the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. live welcome back to another episode of the ratchet ramblings podcast brought to you by the cspn i am one half of your host jeremy aka black dante aka confucius aka fuck van aka pray for tiara aka the doctor should have installed some sense into monice when she when the doctor did her titties um and as always i'm joined by my friend and my co-host it is your girl Candace, aka Intense Desire, aka you know Cobra owner strap on. Let's stop playing. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's all, that's it. You have no more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you couldn't tell by that uh, that um extra set of laughter you hear, we are joined today by one of our good friends. Um, you have. Probably you have heard him on. You have heard us on his podcast, Gay Side Stories. Um, check out GaySideStories.com. I put the link in the show notes for this episode. We are joined by our great friend, y'all. He is not one ounce of shit, but he is a wonderful human being, and we love him. We are joined by our man Curtis. What's up, y'all? It's Curtis, aka Trillificent, aka Coonloaf. Y'all remember me, aka Nick Bread, aka Darky Fakasha. That's my favorite. AKA, <laughs> AKA, don't text me WID Monday through Friday between the hours of seven and four, you motherfuckers. Hey, I'm very happy to be here too. Yeah. And we are happy to have you, man. This is, uh, <laughs> uh me and Curtis have been pre gaming for a while, uh, waiting for Candace. And I'm just going to tell you, this, we had so much fun pre-gaming, and when Candace got here, y'all, this might be one of our best episodes yet. This is going to be some big ass shit. Uh, um, we are happy to have you, man. Um, if real quick, um, with the church announcements for those for the people that maybe are quite unmoisturized and don't know, and for maybe uh, potential new listeners, just give give them um, a bit of the history of your show and what it's about and anything else you want to get out before we get to these bad wigs and bad um, um, nigga breads, if you will. Yeah, well, like I said, uh, my at name used to be Coon Loaf. I think that's when a lot of people uh, were most familiar with me. Um, and my show, Gay Side Stories, uh, is basically a podcast where I have conversations about LGBTQ issues, and some normal issues that I think affect everyone doesn't matter where you what you identify as. And, you know, I have different people on my show pretty much weekly and we have different conversations about different topics, about different sex of the LGBTQ spectrum. I really try to highlight that and be, you know, pro my brothers and sisters and my non-binaries and have those conversations that I don't hear that often when I listen because I listen to a lot of podcasts, but. I saw a lane where I don't hear a lot of the conversations that I think should be going on. So I wanted to add to the spectrum. So that's what I do on my show. 
Now, I appreciate you guys. You guys came through. We had an awesome conversation about allyship. So, uh, you know, it's, even though it's called gay side stories, I know how niggas are. It ain't all gay shit all the time. Most of the time, but not all the time. And, yeah, which brings me to, like, one thing, like, that I recently saw in the news. Like, so Spellman is, uh, in fall of 2018, they're going to be admitting uh, transgender women. Mm-hmm. Um, dear black people, please stop patting yourself on the back for shit that you should have been doing. Wow, good for Spellman. Like, what? No, it's not, like... This shouldn't have never been an issue in the first place. Why like, is it when, good for when we make some When we make, when, like, when there's some progress being made towards our our uh, gay and trans brothers and sisters, just shut up. Allow them to celebrate it. We don't, you don't need to be celebrating shit. Just shut up. Jesus Christ. Niggas gonna need. Yeah. Um, I'll piggyback off that just real quick. Um, <laughs> and of course, because uh, I saw this, um, I didn't see much of the conversation about it on Twitter, um, but I did see the comments in the articles I read, and you know, of, of course, most of them were were from black people. Uh, we black folks, we got to cisgender black folks, we got to do better because the comments I saw was fucking disturbing and trash, and we know, you know, I know folks get mad or tired of you know the, the analogies and the comparisons but as long as they're relevant we're gonna continue to make them had it been some racism or some racist shit we would be mad at white folks being racist in the comments so it's 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 long overdue in time for us to do better like we can't it's morally it's irreprehensible for us to be getting all information about race but then when it comes to lgbtq issues then we become because of our privilege. We become the white people in those situations. We the goal should be should it shouldn't be to be as equally fucked up as how white people have been to everybody. The goal should be to recognize. Well, sometimes we become the white people in certain situations and to strive to be better and not perpetuate that shit onto our own people at these diff, different intersections of race, sex, and uh, gender identity and so. And with that said, um, I think we can dive into um, what y'all came here to um, do and listen to, and that's for us to talk about all these ratchet motherfuckers on uh, VH1. <laughs> I'm excited. So, I like I like being on other people's shows because I get to talk shit. Like I talk a little bit of shit on my show, but it's not really formatted for that. You so, get to let your down. Yeah, this show all about talking shit. Exactly. That's why I'm glad to be here. <laughs> like, let the shit you, talk to begin. You have no, if you have nowhere else to drag, we here to let you drag. Yeah, because like, <laughs> there's plenty we, of dragging to be doing. That, yeah, that's all we do. It's <laughs> well deserved dragging. All right, so we got to start it off at with our um usual um with our usual mention of whatever the fuck happened on Football Wives. Um, I did not watch Football Wives this week, but from the preview that I saw. It looked like Michael Vick told Kiafa, look, if you're going to always be in some shit, we can move. Now, sit your mic down. Curtis, Curtis uh, we was pregame, but Curtis actually did, and he got a few notes. And when I say few, I really mean few. <laughs> very few. Very, very okay, few. But you, you're absolutely right, Candace. Michael Vick was like, I mean, this shit, we can be like the Sims and use a, a cheat code, and we can move. <laughs> but I'm not you like you you got me out here. I ain't even talking to my homeboy. We trying to do business together and you in here with a bunch of bullshit. 
Kiafi in there trying to cook and shit, and he wasn't trying to hear that shit. She in there crying. I'm like, girl, what the fuck? Like, you look the fuck stupid. Do you understand that you look the fuck stupid? The chick must be nice because I don't understand Michael Vick agreeing to this, but you know that ain't my marriage. Yeah, I I still don't. I still am very confused about because the first episode, Kiafa, like I kind of liked her, especially when she got on his head about the Kaepernick comments. But as the show went on, I'm just like, she annoying as shit. She is retarded. Like, like listen, like I told, I think I said it on the previous show, but messing with the Stacy girl. When clearly she wasn't stalking nobody because that man married her ass. Shut up and go mind your goddamn business. Right. Get you some business. Find it. It has eluded you. Use your iPhone. They have an app. They have find my iPhone. They need to make an app. Find my business. And you need to be the first subscriber. Right. Yes. Immediately. Need to be making especially when you especially when you're pregnant and he's supposed to, with a high risk pregnancy, you're supposed to be sitting down and shutting the hell up. Right. I told Curtis this pregame. It's like Kiafa's trying to be Shawnee and uh, Jackie at the same time, and it don't work. All right. And I told Jeremy, I said, she's trying to be the Regina George, but Michael Vick is like Katie's parents. So you can't be the head bitch in charge if your parents don't play that. And Michael don't play that shit. So what do you yeah, do? Yeah, Michael, Michael Vick is not with the shits. Like, like he done been through enough that. in his black ass life. He don't need no foolishness from his wife. Also, but at the same time, y'all on this show, so it's like, what is the truth? Right. I remember in one of the episodes, he uh, overheard her talking about Stacey, and he was like, "Kiafa, cut it short." And I was like, "Oh, he don't Listen, play shit." He after he after he snatched her wig, he went, he left the kitchen, and he was like, "We done recording. Turn the cameras off." Right. Mm-hmm. He was in there dabbing her eyes and shit, and I'm like, "You girl, you just look foolish." Right. But let me say this. Let me preface the rest of this by saying that this is the only episode of All the Wives that I watched because the previews did not make my dick hard. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to dedicate four hours of my life trying to catch up. So I only watched this episode. And it turns out that this was a good decision because it's trash. I was just it's like, pretty dry. this it's like softcore porn, but drama version. I'm just like, mm, I mean, y'all trying, but. Yeah, it's the same shit they try to do with basketball wives, like take you to the edge of drama and then don't ever push you over. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Like if we came push me off a cliff, bitch. Push me. Don't keep right. edging me off the cliff. Just go. Like, right. like push me push me off the edge like how Jamie did Brian. Pretty oh, much. Pretty much. Like we came for the rated R drama. We don't we don't want this PG drama. Y'all y'all ain't serving shit. But and I will I also say don't like seeing what? Miko Grimes look like a kneecap and act like one. Listen, like, so uh, I was telling Jeremy in the pregame last week when I was listening to the show and you was going on about it, I was like, she fine, but she not fine. I didn't know who you were talking about until I watched the show. Are you and I, I watched it and I was just like, mm. it's like, first of all, you look like a stork and I'm not sure what's going on here. But and then it's like, you're not ugly, but you she's do not look ugly, like a stork. But you do look like a stork and your titties are too big for your frame. And they're and- so nice titties too, but they're too big for a frame. Yeah, your titty, like you don't you don't have the shoulder width for them big ass titties, sis. It's, it's just it's, it's very just, conflicting. It, it's, it's very it like it really it it taunts you because you want to be like, man, this funny looking bitch, this funny looking fine bitch out of here. That's it. That's it exactly. I told I told Jeremy she looked like a sim, and that's exactly what she looked like. Like you get on the sims, and then you pull out the titties to make the titties real big, but you don't want your sim to be fat, so you make them too damn small for them big ass titties. I was like, she looked like God was like, let me just hit click, let me click random, and then she just came out. I was like, yeah. damn, but she's not ugly. She not, but she funny. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. Like every week I'm conflicted because like she and like 
like and 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 like speaking of her titties, like her titties are so nice to look at. They really are. But oh, they are immaculate. But then you have to take the rest of it with the titties, and it's just like, is this really what I want to do with my eyesight? Right. It's like you get. It's like you pay full price for the titties, and then like a bark got the rest of the body at bargain sale. But let's talk about um, that fashion show shit. Oh, one more thing about Miko, though. I'm like, I don't understand why she's trying to be everybody's, like, kindergarten teacher. Like, you are not Miss Frizzle. Like, you need to sit down. Seats are free, and you need to have one. She's trying to be every. She trying to be everybody's goddamn. Uh, everybody's goddamn sugar mama. Like that ain't your job. Yeah, she's trying to be every woman, and ain't nobody here for it. Sit the fuck down somewhere. She's trying to be every. She's trying to be every woman with no women. <laughs> um, that fashion heavy air quote show. Man, um, that, that shit was. That, they call that shit fashion. They got all that shit from goddamn Dollar Tree. First of all. I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle, but I'm a little confused on how you are having a fashion show about some cover-ups because it looks like you just went and took some sheets and cut them up and threw them over these girls' shoulders. Like, where's the fashion? You literally went to Joanne's Fabrics, got the fabric, and draped it over them wearing bathing suits. And that's it. But you know, whatever. You know, she married to a gremlin, so I guess she got to try to do whatever it is that she. They call some shit they got at Ross some damn high fashion. And that's not a knock on Ross because I've seen some women get some nice nice dresses and shit. Oh, yeah. Ross right. got some nice stuff, but Ross also got some cheap stuff. Let's let's not mince words. Let's not play games. Right. Like, you can call this what it is. It's not high quality fashion. Like, you got this. Like, this is some, this is some shit you got from fucking um, um, well, whatever the fuck you got from the wood high fashion. I'll tell you that damn. Right. Listen, I only got two more thoughts because the show is boring. I'm probably not gonna watch no more of it because it's. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's like KFC biscuit dry, and I just mm, I could be I could have a V8 instead. But I will say this, uh, Crystal. I don't know where the fuck you were raised, where you think you can be somebody's plus one to an event <laughs> and then invite other bitches to it, but. No. You need your ass beat for that, and then trying to play dumb, talking about it's because that uh, she had cornrows. Don't nobody give a fuck about her having cornrows. You don't invite you don't invite people to somebody else's event without RS. If you have to, if you have to RSVP to get in, that means you don't invite people. That's what the fuck RSVPing is for. You dizzy bitch. Like what the fuck? And Miko knew that too, but she, you know, she be trying to be everybody's friend. I don't know what she be doing. And then my other thought on Baller Wives, a.k.a. Football Wives, a.k.a. y'all need to sit down somewhere, is <laughs> um, I have some concerns about Kiafa's face in the confessionals because her makeup, I'm not sure what's happening, but her face is always like several shades lighter than the rest of her body. And I don't really have time for her to be trying to look like, like an ML. She looks like a like a MLK Boulevard version of Corpse Bride, and I don't I don't really know what's happening, so I don't have time for that. And that's really it. The rest of the show, I was like, I mean, ain't nobody fighting. And then there was this whoever that dark skinned lady was. I guess that threw the drink on the, whatever. That show is boring. Yeah, it is. It is. You can you can get your you can um get get all the info you need from Football Wise and me from me and Candace's bland ass. You was on it each week. <laughs> the main thing you can take from this episode is Kiafa Vic thinks she big shit, and Michael ain't got time for that shit. Right, and he let it be known. Like that was the highlight of the show, and Mike that's really, sad. You know what it is. You know what it is. 
is Mike, she is that she is that person that's trying to tell you all the tea about what happened on Facebook, and Mike is like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Right. It's that's- like it's like when you with somebody, like you got a girlfriend or whatever, and they want to come home and tell you about the bitches at work, and you sitting there trying to be supportive, but at the same time, you're like, but you was wrong from jump. Exactly. That's follow wives. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Exactly. All right. So let's get in, in the words of Curtis. Let's get to the meat and the potatoes. So would y'all want to start with love and hip hop, or do y'all want to go ahead and oh, do, y'all want to do black ink or love and hip hop? Let's go with black ink. Okay. Yeah, I think you know what I think. I think that'll be best. Let's go with black ink. So I'll start. Go ahead. Hey, Van, you big bitch. Hey. <laughs> Get your daughter a goddamn tutor. How you, how you claiming to be a hands-on father and don't know what your kid doing in school till they bring an F home on their report card? Right. And learn how to braid some fucking hair. Like, what the fuck? Learn how to read. You probably can't read. That's why she had to read her grades to you. She should have told you she had straight A's because you wouldn't have known the difference. Right. But let me say this. Shit. Let me say this. So, first of all, um, I don't see it for Van because he reminds me of somebody that I don't like, but I can't remember who. So I'm annoyed double on that. <laughs> <laughs> but number two, Van, he just looks like he needs to to ex- exhale. Like Van reminds me of when I bought a new mattress and they shipped it to me, but it was rolled up in like a box. <laughs> and you know how you have to cut the box open and let the mattress breathe. That's what Van looks like to me. He it's like, like an unrolled mattress. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he just looks like he needs like, to excel really, really and let that shit breathe. Yeah, I really don't see it for Van because I don't like men who pretend to be hands on fathers when they know they aren't. Like, like this, every, every time, this not the second, this not the first time his daughter done brought home some terrible ass grades. Let's 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 point that out. Right. Because she came home with some shitty grades earlier in the season. So, yeah, like, at did. what point mm-hmm. At what point do you sit down with her mama and try to get her goddamn grades? First of all, I hated Jim. I've pretty much been fat my whole life. But my mother would have beat the brakes off me for bringing the F home to Jim. Let's get that out the way. I don't care. I don't care how you be, or how you built. Ain't no black parents accepting no F and Jim. You can pretty much pass by just changing out into some gym clothes. Exactly. Listen. Listen, my mother was like, "Hey, I don't give a fuck about no about no hair. You better go get your ass in that pool. You better take. You better do what the fuck you got to do. Because if the school call me, I'm gonna beat your ass. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, like Curtis said, you literally could just get a C for showing up to gym. Right. That's just for showing up. I right. just, you know, just I'm trying to figure out where's the hands on part because clearly this girl's going through it over this breakup." Because Jen was more of a parent to that nigga, to I mean, to her than he was. Right. So but that's where her mama at because... I wanted that too. Yeah. It's not, listen, it's not common to bring home Fs in a black household. Let's let's be honest about that. Like, if you got two committed hands-on parents, Fs don't exist in their household. And so I just, I don't understand, like, my mother knew when my swimming thing was in gym when we had to swim the swim portion of the semester, and she made sure that my hair was done accordingly. So, like, how hands-on are these, is Van and the mama that they don't know this girl's gym schedule and shit? Like, two plus two not adding up. She had an F in gym and a D in something else. 
Like Science? Yeah, yeah. Like the school call the school not calling? Right. Like you don't get no progress reports, my nigga. What is happening? Some of that milk ain't clean. And nowadays everything I mean, is clean. Well, I mean that's a given. His yeah. yeah, his neck definitely looked like a dry rub for I some brisket. I know he stink. When he got out that car with that uh not gonna cry hair scarf on. Looking I, like Lady Olena. I mm-hmm. knew that he smelled like pickle pig feet. Mm-hmm. I just knew it. Right. I mean, I don't get it. And then I'm confused how y'all moved so swiftly from the grades, which should have been the focus of the entire conversation. So you got you like boys? Right. I'm like I don't like the H's. I don't like oh yeah, I, yeah, that's my girl. You we don't hang out with no hoe. You look you look the fuck stupid, sir. Are you stupid? Yes, you he have is. to be. Stupid. You have he to be. Stupid. You look the fuck foolish on TV. Your daughter is failing your fucking is failing gym. Them and you worried about if she like boys. Your priorities fucked up. That's how I know you ain't no hands on father. Right. The only thing hand the uh, only thing, thing hand is certain, go ahead. One thing for certain about girls is when they get interested in boys, ain't shit you could do about it, okay? Exactly. I just, you know, like, look, fam, we all know that the only thing you are hands on with is a two piece and a biscuit. So and you don't need and, right. You don't need to lie to kick it. He has also, more <laughs> his, jail, his jail time equals his child's age. That's enough. I mean, okay, cool. All right. I thought so, also Van did a tattoo and it was terrible. Ooh, nigga! at ryan for getting money because he's a terrible tattoo artist and he needs to hitch a ride onto ryan's back to try to break it because he is a terrible tattoo artist that was the ugly right. fucking tattoo i was like uh diamond you you really gonna let this nigga hey, do this remember when remember when mama d said diamond vagina stank <laughs> that's just like a that's just like a throwback ha ha moment <laughs> well let me say this I feel like we got confirmation that it must have some kind of odor because there's no way you got out of that motherfucking chair and looked at that shit on your forearm and was like oh my god I love it this is fantastic that He's shit like, looked like I'm gonna always see my son name when I perform hey let me tell you something People have asked me, like, are you going to get a tattoo pertaining to London? Dog, I was in labor for 36 hours with London. I know what the, I know what the hell she looked like. I don't need no tattoo. I don't need her name nowhere on me. She is living proof in my bank account every goddamn day. I know she is. <laughs> every day when I log into my bank app and see shit coming out for her. I, I don't right. need no tattoo for London. London is a, she a financial constant reminder that she is here and living and breathing. Right. But listen, be- I just you know I mm, because the, first of all, name? what was her son's name? It was stupid. something with a P. Was it, was it a like P? Prince, Prince, Prince. Yeah, I think yeah, it was some P. That shit, Princeton. Was- Princeton. You know what that hey, tattoo? Bitches like? love naming their kids after royalty: King, Princeton, mm-hmm. Black Prince. King. That damn tattoo that that damn tattoo that Van did looked like the damn those airbrushed hoodies that you get at the uh, at the state fair. Yeah. Right, it looked like it looked like clip art from word like two thousand. That tattoo right, literally looked like an artistic representation of who he is. Like it matched, it, it, it perfectly. It looked like shit. But you know what? I, you know, I don't. I didn't really expect much because Diamond came into the shop and her wig looked like all thirty-two flavors of the bubble yum, like and was, I was just like, "Girl, it like it was knucking and bucking and ready to fight." But why does she kind of look like Cardi B to me? Was it the makeup? I don't know. 
It's like she looked, she looked weird to me. I mean, yeah, she looked weird. I don't know, but that tattoo was the fuck terrible. If you got Cardi B at like at, her music, if you had got Cardi B at Ross, it would be how Diamond looked. Ross is generous. Very. If you got Cardi B at City Trends, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about City Trends. And we still have two city trends here, so I'm, listen. I'm in Cleveland right now, and I'm thinking about going to city trends tomorrow and see what's popping. I know I can find a baby fat shirt in city trends. Oh yes, I, I guarantee it. I don't even think they make baby fat no more. That means city trends getting baby fat from 2001 still. Absolutely, and they got bars on the windows too. Yes, because you're not gonna steal shit out of there. That's 13.99. You sure the fuck not? <laughs> can we talk about um can we talk can we talk about what said, I was just saying, y'all want to talk about donna ashley or are we saving that for later uh, no, we, can we can talk, talk about, about them because i have some i just have a i just have a quick few words um don you in danger girl because you <laughs> are <laughs> you, you married to a fake ass phaedra parks Oh my mm. god, that is a perfect represent. That's a perfect description of Ashley. That's literally like I, every time I saw her on the screen, and it was like the further, the more I watched of the season, it's like the more she's morphing into like a late, the earlier season Phaedra, like the way her hair looked, the way her makeup looked, the way she speaks, and it's just like, sis, do you do you know who you're married to? Like, do you know where you live and and the, and your situation? Do you know the things that life is showing you? <laughs> Clearly, you do not. Do you know? Where you going to? <laughs> um, no. First of all, I just so marriage does like how can I explain this? I don't know. Me and me and Mike discussed a lot of shit before we actually got married. Like we discussed kids and we discussed you know our goals for the future and things that we want to achieve together and, and and separately. So seeing Don and Ashley just freestyle a whole marriage is very scary. Because when you when people get married, you always want to see it last. But like they shit does not look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. Like they look like they're gonna be like divorced in the next year or so. Like they it ask, looks they, like they need to be divorced, be divorced in the next year. Because how do you how they do you, are incompatible from everything? I'm like I'm the only thing I'm seeing that they are on the same page about is sex. And not even that because Don don't even look like he be want to give her none. She just be complaining. She be taking right. it. Remember that scene they husband, had. You obligated to give me sex, like yeah, crazy I... bitch. Take a day off, please. Like people, like people, like Ashley are scary because in their mind, marriage is like a fairy tale, like or 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 a dictatorship and ownership because yeah, she act like, like she owned him, and that's part. That's shit. Seventy percent of their problems, like just because you married to this man, does not mean you own him, and he has to lay down everything for you. Like that's not how a marriage. That's not how a relationship works. I don't even know how y'all got if you. And Don marriage. had a point. If you tell me that you want to quit your job to be a stay at home mom, so I got to pick up the slack. Somebody's not getting no dick every night. Right. Period. And, also, and you dude. damn sure ain't getting no fourteen hundred dollar motherfucking stroller. Have you lost your mind? They should have asked her, "Do you got stroller money? Do you got fourteen hundred dollar stroller money?" Should ask like a mama asking, "Do you got McDonald's money?" He should have done it like that. SpongeBob me. Do you got all terrain stroller money, Ashley? Right. Like I want to know because she, you know, and. <sighs> Like low key, she got Cersei qualities to me too, because it's like she, Jamie. I mean, not that damn Jamie. <laughs> don't want to tell her one thing, and it and it'll be reasonable. Which, by the way, 
Don being reasonable is scaring the fuck out of me. Like, what? Like him him being reasonable and, and logical and making sense, like it don't feel right. It don't feel right at all. That whole so, church storyline. Two, two things I, one of two things happen when you got a Don. Either they get married and they could and they are worse than they was before they got married, or they get married and they take marriage seriously and they want to have a good marriage. So Don seems to be veering down to want to be a good husband path. But Ashley is the asshole in the situation now. She, she definitely is. Like whoever is writing her lines for her, you need to have a coke and a smile. Like you need to calm they down. They need to. They need to write somebody to pluck their goddamn part in them wigs. Okay. And, and throw that red, that shade of red lipstick away because that is not her friend. That's that church lady red lipstick. That's that right. old ass lady who always got worthers in her purse. That's that red lipstick. And you know, like I said, because she a fake ass fader, she looked like she wear white diamonds. She probably do. Hey, my mother still wear white diamonds. Don't you shade her like that. I'm not shading her. <laughs> <laughs> she got white diamonds gift set on her dresser right now. I'm about to throw up. I'm about to throw that shit away. <laughs> 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 she keeping her white diamonds out. I'm just she on my neck because I'm making fun of her about her white diamonds. She's talking about fucking candy, so I'm keeping my white diamonds. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, listen, it's hilarious you said white diamonds because I had just walked past her dresser and seen a whole gift set. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> that shit funny. I'm on the <laughs> yeah. My mother is hilarious. Dang. Mama Candace, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she talking about she got a dresser full of white diamonds. <laughs> she be spraying that shit on. I just walked past the shit. I stopped looking. It was like white diamonds. Girl. It's literally, it's like a bath set. Like, you know, fuck making bath sets of white diamonds. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to drink some Tito's on that shit. She about to have a shot of vodka on me because I done talked about it white diamonds. <laughs> so if y'all if y'all don't see if y'all don't get a glimpse of where I get it from, you just got one. And my mother is equally as hilarious as me, probably more so. We go look. We gonna name the episode White Diamonds. <laughs> This, yeah, this episode is here by name, White Diamonds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, I'm telling you, when Curtis said it, like, the shit just almost slid off the couch. And I was like, hey, she got a gift set of White Diamonds on their dress. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she, she needed that dragon. Nigga, <laughs> 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 oh, it was like as I soon as see. I said that shit, all I heard was "fuck y'all." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mother said she was like when she heard "white dog," she was like, "Well, ain't that some shit?" <laughs> Oh God! Hey, if you, if y'all don't, if y'all don't fuck with this podcast, y'all crazy because that shit is hilarious. This whole little piece of the podcast is gold. Yes, <laughs> this shit comedic gold. Oh damn! Oh, God. 
Look, at hey, first, but you know what? But you know what? This is how we know Ashley is psychopath because she really is. She do look like she. She do look like she wear white diamonds. She, she does. She just. You know what? Why would you? When you talk about having more babies and y'all finances not in order, or when you want to have more babies and your finances not in order, that's something you need to fucking discuss with your husband. Right. And quitting your job right before you plan to get pregnant without telling Dog, you how is foolish. How, like that was the perfect time to save some goddamn money. Save time. some bread. <clears throat> like, okay, this for my like, baby. You could have put up with it for another year, put yeah. some money away, and then had your baby. And that's I would have exactly. been like, Don, I want to have another baby, so I want to work really hard for the next year. We work really hard, get a good savings going, and then uh, after the <coughs> baby, you know, um, I would like to be a stay-at-home mom. She literally said, I want to quit my job, and then got pregnant immediately after. That is right. the dumbest shit. But like I said, that to me, it looked like she planned it because there was yeah. one little confession where she was like, oh, I got a trick up my sleeve or something stupid she said acting like Phaedra. And then that's why she wouldn't let uh, Don's dick get a night off because she was trying to get pregnant. Right. Sorry. And then when she told him, that's a psycho. He is living with the psycho because the way she was laughing, like she was the motherfucking well, she, Joker from Batman, yeah. uh, from all the Batman movies at the I Joker. Think I, think, I think that's why Don looked the way that he looked because he was like, what? I would have been looking like that too. Like this bitch is nuts. Not even that. She told him after she told him she didn't spend a ton of money just ordering shit that they didn't need. You you pregnant? Why the fuck are you buying glittery vases that hey, you yo, can get this, from Ross? Hey, listen, I will never forget that episode. I don't know if it was last season or this. It was the season when she found out he had the baby on her when they had just bought that house together. And I just remember seeing wood picture frames, plastic picture frames, and metal picture frames on the wall scattered about, and I was like. How the fuck are y'all? How you talking like you big money and your picture frames don't match? None of them match. Not only that, it looked like y'all don't even have a full house of full of furniture. Like it looked like look like they got a yard. Honestly, it looks like they still eating off of um old folding card tables. Yeah, it do look like they using uh lawn furniture as regular furniture. Exactly. So I'm confused by the whole thing. And then she in the shop, like they just got it like that. I'm like, this nigga just learned how like he's pierced one belly button and you think y'all can afford a thirteen hundred dollar stroller? Like, right. are you stupid? Yes, yeah, she is. I just wanna know if anybody could tell Ashley, listen, bitch, hey, tell me what you need an all terrain stroller for so just so you could walk up to nine mag and make sure Don not fucking Charmaine. Because that's all you're going to use it for. Or chasing behind Nikki while she chasing behind four. That's all you're going to be doing. Exactly. Your they ass going to be power walking and shit. They are like the. They are like the. Goof- power walk that part off. <laughs> Her and Nikki are like the goofiest and gallant of picnics. Listen, Nikki's so damn annoying. Hey, I just. Nikki, I thought, I thought he was going to break up with you. Me. I got excited. I started doing my shoulder and shit like an old nigga in the club. Ooh, hit him with the shoulders. And then he talking about, I need to open up to you more. No, you no, don't. No, Hey, relationships do not mean that you entitled to stick your nose in their family business, especially when y'all not fucking married. And you spazzing out at every opportunity. Like, every time, every scene that she's in, she's spazzing the fuck out. Like, if I'm a recording or whatever for it's supposed to be, because Jeremy laughed. It ain't no rap. Jeremy laughed when I was trying to give him his flowers earlier. 
little you pregame. You tried to call him a rapper? No, I was no, I was speaking as if I was four. And I said, if I was an up and coming artist, and then Jeremy laughed for like five minutes. So, <laughs> my point being, if I'm doing anything like what four is doing, I'm not about to have my significant other constantly spazzing out, making me look bad at every fucking venue we go to. You out in the motherfucking parking lot pulling off wigs. And now, granted, that wig needed to be pulled off. That wig it definitely did. was tired. Like, it needed to be pulled, but when he told her to leave it alone... She should have left, left it alone. And I mean, I get it. Nikki's tall. She fine. She got hips for days. She got ass for days. But all of that extra, all of that, like, crazy. acting yeah. like scrappy doing shit, you can leave that shit at home. I think that's what that's why Ford was mad. It was like, he didn't mind, like, her sticking up for him, but like Candace said... If he telling Janelle to leave it alone and you know and to not come around my shop and shit and all that shit, that goes for you too. Like that didn't need to happen at the shop. Like you act nope. this niggas. I, I think that I don't mind uh Nikki going to bat for four. What I do mind is she going to bat for four because she think everybody wanna fuck for. Like that's right. just weird to me because like I think I said this last week, I don't get a Groupy yeah, vibe from Janelle. I get a I want some TV time vibe. Like right. she using for, it, but it ain't because she trying to be with him. She just trying to be on TV. I don't think that girl related to Ford none whatsoever. Not even a little bit. But I don't think it have nothing to do with her trying to screw him. Because let's be honest, if she was trying to do that, she could have did that off camera. Right. She could have done that. I mean, she could have been upfront about it, but it's clear that she needs some TV time because she needs a check because her wigs need to be upgraded because what happened in the parking lot was unacceptable. That you, wig was not tied down. Like, that wig, oh. listen, that wig put in a 16-hour shift and it was ready to go home and put his feet up and soak in the bathtub. And it was not able to. It got dragged into the trenches. It surely did. But my thing... That wig on active military duty. Her wig got, her, doing a mud crawl. Her wig had the mud crawl back to her. No, nah, her wig is on. Her wig is collecting workers' comp at this point. You know, her wig reminded me of her wig reminded me of, of um how Treasure got her wig uh, pulled. Show enough, show enough, dude. Sure Treasure wig still in Jamaica. Still in Treasure still in the sand. That wig is uh got a cup. It's trying to collect change to get home. It probably smell like white diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> But my issue with Nikki and with um, Ashley is that they act like a relationship and marriage equals ownership. Like, you don't own these niggas. Y'all need to calm down. And as much as y'all holler about you want the men to communicate, y'all not doing no kind of communication except yelling and screaming and throwing shit and breaking shit. Like, it's it's just. Yeah, that's annoying. It's really annoying. It's annoying because as a woman. I always want to be able to paint the man as the beast in the picture, and they not giving me the opportunity. <laughs> they are definitely not. They, they like I always want to. I always want to be able to paint straight men as pieces of shit, and they definitely are not allowing this to happen this season because right, literally so four, literally four, and Don are handling themselves with a level of grace that I never expected. Like right. even after Don told Ashley in the story, like, hey. I want to make my money make sense. I want to save my money. I don't want to mm-hmm. blow $1,300 on the shoulder. I'd rather save this money up, stack some more money up, and then that. And she go, you just not excited about the baby. Bitch. What? Well, first of all, it takes some time to warm up to a baby that I wasn't expecting. Number one. Number two, 
if you just announced that you're pregnant and you already trying to send us to the poorhouse, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with that. And he even told her, I just started piercing. It would be different if I had like 50 yeah. clients a day. I've right. done one. Where right. are we, yeah. we going to get $1,300 for a stroller from? Yeah, and then and then he just walked away. He ain't even keep arguing with her and blow nope. up on her. He was like, "You're not listening. Let me get out of here." Yep, very yeah. mature. He like that was mature of him. And then when four and Nikki had that, I was surprised. Like I said, I thought that he was gonna break up with her ass because she was she started boohooing and doing the ugly cry. And but they had a very mature conversation, and I was surprised. But why did they have to go to the park to do it? I'm like, nigga, it's cold out here. What the fuck you bringing me to the motherfucking park to tell me this shit? People who just start crying for no reason are typically psychopaths. Mm. Well, we've seen how she acts. So good luck, everybody. She started crying. She started crying like a woman. He started crying because he said, "I just want to be able to sort stuff out sometimes with his own estranged father and estranged family." And she like, "Well, you need to let me in." Like, no, like. If you never been through that, you don't understand how close to the heart you keep it, and you don't even try to understand. You just want to fight because you think somebody want to fuck him. Nobody wants Ford. Like, Ford been an up-and-coming rapper since before Black Ink, and he ain't do nothing but screw you and Kat. So, like, are you okay? No, you're not. We know the answer to that. I but guess. She, she, but when you, like, but I'm going to tell you, this that thing where, like, pretty privilege kicks in because you could be that crazy when you that fine like that's her past because if she wasn't as attractive as she is she please she'd be lonely yeah true, true. yeah yeah especially with a nigga like four like he only he only putting up with it because she fine mm-hmm. and she do hair upstairs yeah that's true that's true that's true uh and she do hair why everybody's wigs always you know what cool nope yep, yep. damn it these are the questions that need answers but don't know about to have them not even sway uh so, um, so I guess we could get to <laughs> no. Before we get to Cobra and uh Nick and um and what's that child Lily? Goddamn, Charmaine is determined to 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 bully her way back into a job that she deserved to get fired from. Um, you know, I'm tired of Charmaine. I was telling Jeremy this in the pregame. Like, Charmaine is fucking annoying, and Danielle and Charmaine together are annoying. I don't know okay, what. Okay, can fuck. I? say that their relationship is creepy like the way they bit. act with each other for them to be blood cousins is really strange listen because they be damn near about to finger each other in the shop and i'm just like what is happening like yeah I, something, something about something in the water not clean with them because i don't like you got to be an inbred to be uh grinding up on your cousin at your place of employment they think they think they're targaryens Listen, they you, think hey, you're going through Paris a Game Nikki. of Thrones withdrawal so goddamn bad. You got reference, you got Game of Thrones reference for every right situation. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. I hop, look, I, I, I got no shame. I hopped in on the bandwagon and binged that shit and caught up. I, I have no shame. <laughs> you judge me not, goddamn it. <laughs> I can tell. But my thing with Charmaine is you have, and you have not shown any for the whole season, you have no professional courtesy. She really because no. it wouldn't have been shit for you to go to Ryan and ask Ryan, hey, even if you don't want to ask, because I know how them niggas are, they think they're entitled to everything in the shop that they don't have any legal claim to. Right. You could have told him, hey, I'm going to try to interview the guys um, when they come in. That makes total fucking sense considering what your old job was and it's Bone Thugs and Harmony. But what you don't do is come and bombard and bum rush people. With an impromptu interview, first of all, you bombarded Bone, well, one like bone 40% of bone thugs and harmony right with an impromptu interview 
like they not because they get they get paid for interviews and shit. So that's one exactly. And two, you deserve to get fired from your fucking job. Like take like take that one on the chin. Mm-hmm. You earn that. Right. You didn't get fired for no reason. Like you literally got fired because you knew you had to be in that event, did not show up on time, and when you showed up to the event, you looked like hangover vomit. Yeah, she she definitely looked rolled hard and put away wet when she showed up. And then to add insult to injury, hey, she showed up. You in a show up coat, some booty shorts and a and a bathing suit, like bitch. But then you show up to your ex boss's office with some fucking champagne. Talk about oh, I thought she was just kidding. Like she showed up like she was about to do the dance for you choreography for Beyonce's video, and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? Was, hey, now that you say it, Charmaine was fully about to offer Johnny some sex for her job. Back. He was, and it's like, so first of all, sis, you barking up the wrong fucking tree. Clearly, he is a sis. He not trying to sniff nothing that you got. <laughs> Second of all, he even if he suck, was he trying to suck the bumper off a of Cadillac, Charmaine, he don't want you. Right, like y'all, y'all batting for the same team. Like he wants what you like. Y'all like the same thing. And two, I, let's be like, so while the women on Black Ink look like they take baths, they are built terribly. Like, hey, hey not now one of the women on Black Ink Chicago is shaped nicely, except for Nikki. Mm, right. Because oh, you know what? You're right. Because oh, oh no, I'm not gonna say that because that's racist. Um, but yeah, I agree. We black. We can't be racist. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to get me dragged. I think I know what you're thinking and I'm on the floor. Hey. <laughs> There's one particular person that's new that I was like mm-hmm. and they did a lot of putting on for it too. And I was like and I was like, bitch, where? <laughs> when a certain man on the show kept going on and on and on about how fine she was, and I was just, I, I had to pause the screen, and I was just like... Would that happen to be a certain young man who we may or may not be talking about a little later on? Yeah. <laughs> that, look, I told y'all Junior act like he ain't never had no pussy before. I told you. That's exactly I mean, how... He, that is how he act. That's exactly he how he acts. Act. He 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 creepy to me. He 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 reminds me of the kind of man that ends up that I'm gonna be watching on Investigation Discovery in a couple of years. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, me and Curtis. I think my mother got me started watching Investigation Discovery Channel. That should be lit. Me I mean, Curtis it's terrible. Got, me and Curtis got the illest ID addiction ever because, like, we are literally be on the timeline discussing the show. It's so interesting. I mean, it's terrible because, you know, it's like real people have died. But it's interesting the way that they spin it and let me tell y'all something. White people kill for anything. They don't give a fuck. That's why I don't understand why they always trying to paint them like they good people. White people ain't shit. They ain't shit. They kill for nothing. But I'm like I said, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna agree with your assessment that you know not everyone on the show is built. I mean, because I'm thinking about Ashley. Even the way she built, she built like she was trying to, like she built. Like Ashley a, built like she was uh, like God started making her thick, and he was like, "Fuck it." She like, built, he got, like he got like, like midway through. Yeah, like her thickness was loading, and then God was just like, "Eh." She let built me like go a, work on Nikki. <laughs> like a like a hood snowman kind of. Yes. Yeah. Like he he was it's, the, it's thickness in the bottom, but then you know the further up you get, it's like I mean, was there like an error, like a four hundred four error? 
did y'all i mean did the did the computer update in the middle of the uh before you were able to save your work i don't know it got affected with malware listen but um no i think that was it for i mean i didn't have nothing else for nikki and uh for all right so um so (laughs) so goddamn nikki and cobra and junior first of all first of all then i pass it y'all first of all who the fuck Nikki thinks she was getting Junior a key to somebody else's apartment. You mean Lily? You talking about Lily? Lily. Lily. All right, yeah, Lily. So, yeah, so I'm still confused about the conditions of Lily staying with Cobra. Like, is she paying rent, or is she allowing this girl to stay rent free because she thought they was gonna scissor? Or mm-hmm. like I, the the circumstances by which Lily has begun shacking up with Cobra is really weird to me. And also, all the time they have been spending together is also really strange, especially for Lily to have a boyfriend. A whole boyfriend. And y'all all work at the same fucking place. Right. I was just... I was just me and my mother was discussing. I was just like, why? Well, first off, one, I'm never moving in with my coworker. That's Mm-mm. first and foremost. Mm-mm. And if and I'm not definitely not moving in with my coworker and then screwing my other coworker on the kitchen counter. And giving him a fucking key, like this nigga came in, like his name was on the like was on the home. lease, right? He came in like daddy's home, bitch. And I'm I, I'm gonna I'm I bullshit y'all not. I was waiting for Cobra to get up and be like, "You want to try that again, Playboy?" Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how Nikki is even messing with Junior when that nigga told the whole shop like, "Let's slow down when you needed somewhere to stay." Yeah. Right. I mean, granted, she had only been there for like forty seconds. But the nigga said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's slow down here. We just started dating." But we don't but know his. Li- a- we don't know his living situation because I, I high key feel like Junior is sleeping on somebody's basement couch. Um, probably a stay at home son. Yeah, right. Probably yeah. he just he something about him. It's just like it's like he's trying to be a good he guy. Like, he's Mexican too, right? He probably stayed with twelve people. Yeah. He's some kind of lad, and I'm not sure what he is because I'm not sure what Lily is. But yeah, I'm just like, and y'all, so she is Mexican because remember she said the Mexican drug cartel killed. Her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. They ain't had no insurance. I see. You're right, and um, I I should have googled to make sure it's true because I'm, you know what, I'm gonna own up to this moment of ain't shitness because when she told that story and she started crying, I I laughed. I did too. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. I, it was just because, I was I'm caught off guard because you like the Mexican drug. The cartels put so much fear in the hearts of people that if that was true, you wouldn't be talking about it on national TV. I wouldn't. You, I would never mention that shit. Damn I'd be sh- like, "What, Dad? I was my mother was artificially insane." Okay, I sprung up out of the ground like a motherfucking dwarf from Lord of the Rings. The stork dropped me off. Thank shit. you. I ain't got no daddy. I ain't had no daddy around when I was growing up. I would have been like Tierra Marie. <laughs> Shit. I ain't got no friends. You got me full circle fucked up. But then I'm like, so he comes in and I'm not going to lie. They both look musty to me, but that's beside the point. Yeah, that says no, like not, is not attractive at all. No. Any woman who feel comfortable enough to throw up in a cup, in, in a cup at a work party, it, they, she musty. I just, you know, and then her living arrangements made me feel like she just wasn't able to bathe on a regular basis because of logistics. I I don't know. The whole thing just was, it's like, okay, y'all so into each other that y'all can't 
walk the five feet to the bedroom. Y'all had to do this on the cou- on the counter. Where Cobra was still right there. I don't, I don't con- want no ass with my cornflakes. I want to I, be able to go eat. Listen, I don't want to have to worry about... And not worry about if somebody left brown gold on the counter. Right. Like, I don't want to have to... I don't want to have to worry that it's that my food is going to get contaminated by fecal flakes. Like that's not conducive to a healthy living not environment. Flakes, but fecal flakes. Fecal flakes because that ass wasn't washed. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Hey, did you see her undergarments? Why they look musty? It, my point exactly. She, hey, Lily, Lily had on the uh, Lily had on the uh, back in the day before sexy lingerie was a thing. She had on the on the new color panties and bra. Like, what are yeah. you? Are, you are in your twenties. Why are you wearing <laughs> new color panties and bra? She had on a she had on taupe colored panties and bra. Because like her grandmother, her grandmother ordered them from QVC. That's enough. Too much. Okay. You know her grandma be running up that QVC credit. <laughs> <laughs> she ordered that shit from Finger Hut. Sure did. With a credit account. She got a pair yeah. for the whole family. I'm not being funny. I'm I'm not about to be in my twenties wearing toque colored panties and bra. Yeah, this is some shit I'm not about to do in life. Like it they just don't even go with the vibe. You got all these tattoos and yeah, shit. Yeah, you're trying to screw on the counter in church drawers. And then we're not even gonna talk about Junior. That's crazy. We're not even gonna talk about Junior. He look like he don't wash his dick. He don't look like he wash nothing, but that's you know. He don't look like. Let's just start there. He don't look. He don't look good. (laughs) He don't look clean. He don't look like he washed. He don't look Mm. like he used deodorant. He just don't look. He just. I mean, he looked like he just shows up. That's what he looked like. He just there, like he 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 just an an accessory to the background. Like he don't look like he belong anywhere. Right. But I'm looking at the whole thing, and it's, first of all, it's like this Lily and Cobra living together. Like we knew that that was like a barefoot contestant recipe for disaster. We already knew that, right? But for you, to that was push... a Sandra Lee. That was a Sandra Lee pouring a drink recipe for disaster. <laughs> no, no, because it was a good recipe. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we ain't getting anyway. I don't need to talk about that white lady, Curtis. What? Them recipes do be kind of trash, but let's let's continue. Kinda, you being generous on tonight, and I don't understand why. <laughs> anyway, well, that we'll talk about her on Twitter. I'll be like, okay. Oh, mm. Mm. that uh, painting scene that made me uncomfortable. I just and it didn't have anything to do with Cobra or her size. Cobra it was just big ass came out. Listen, Cobra came out in that sheet looking like a used Kleenex. <laughs> God damn it, Cam. Oh no! I just it just made me uncomfortable, and the whole thing, and it's just like, yeah, you a sexy bitch, you got big ass thighs, I'm a paint them, and I was just like, this seems weird. I'm like, are you like? What it was is that it didn't seem like Lily, and maybe this is just I, you know what for me what it was is that I don't believe Lily to be a, a genuine person because of her actions, so I kind of feel like she was just lying to Coco. I do feel like she was. I do feel like she's saying whatever she got to say to be able to stay. In that nice ass apartment for free. Yeah, yeah. Like it really, mm-hmm. it, th- there you go. It didn't seem like it was genuine at all to me. Nope. And Cobra dumbass was falling for it. And I was just like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. She a ho- like Lily was on some hobo. She a hobo sexual. Yeah. Literally, well, shit. We saw it. We knew she was a hobo sexual. Yeah, and that's why. Like, I and I and that leads me to to my the fallout the hun on uh, Cobra had. Like, she dead ass didn't see why Cobra was upset. She was like, I don't see the big deal. Like, it's like your name is not on the fucking lease. That's what the big deal is, bitch. 
Only the right. only people who could be having sex on the counter in here is the ones paying rent. Right. The ones that's legally tied to the motherfucking space. That's who can fuck on the goddamn counters. She was like, I don't see the problem. Um, look, hey, look here. And I'm pity because I would have been like, if at 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 bare minimum, if you're gonna fuck on my counters, you need to fuck somebody fine. <laughs> Double disrespect. <laughs> Of you, first of all, fucking on my counters, and then you gonna fuck that him? Maybe if it was like Ryan or Dawn, I'd have been like, I mean, it's still like, fuck y'all, but I mean, I I kind of get it. But Junior, my nigga, no, <laughs> sis, you not no, we're not doing this. You're not gonna disrespect me twice in one in one. Hey, if it was Ryan, it was like, I mean, well, y'all gonna let me watch? I mean, right? I'd have, I mean, if it was at least if it was somebody fine, I'd have been like, now nah, look, this the only this the only time this gonna happen, and y'all gonna have to like pour a whole gallon of bleach on the counter when it's done. But I'm gonna watch. But Junior, I'd have been like, y'all need to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Both of y'all, you take your granny panty. You take your it was just uh-huh. musty and disrespectful. Like, yeah. even if I know even everything if, about uh, that state. Even if she was paying rent, that still don't give you a right to do that in communal spaces right. if you're living with somebody. Well, your room so is right that's really to me. And didn't um yeah. didn't Cobra say she has three rooms? You have two spaces where you can slap the skins, and you don't slap. Your salmonella on my motherfucking counters. You got to get out of my house. You up here, hey? She was up there. She was up there slapping skin with goddamn cobra trying to bake some cookies. My nigga, like, what you doing? She she like, oh, hey, I, you took the bottle, so I thought you, you wasn't room. coming back. Right. Listen, she lucky cobra didn't go upside both they motherfucking heads. I would have been like, both y'all gotta get out. Y'all gotta go. Get my goddamn key back. That was told you. Get my fucking key back. That would have been first and foremost. And then I'd have been like Beyonce did. Uh, Farrah be like, we can send you your luggage, but you got to get out now. And I'd have been like, and come get these cheap ass paintings up out my house. Right. We didn't even. Oh, I guess we weren't going. No, we. They didn't even show us the painting that she did of Cobra, did they? Mm-mm. She had a fucking sheet on the whole time, but whatever. That whole. So the fight. So we could go Google a picture of a suburban. Okay. I knew you was gonna say something like that. Yeah. I knew you was gonna say something. But okay, the fight though. Also, <laughs> so, Cobra. Cobra resembles my refrigerator, so I was expecting her to whoop ass. And what I got, mm. and then you know what was so disappointing for me is that Lily Storm made, did the put pushed her. She did the first blow, and then she's. She swung and missed, and I'm expecting Cobra to take full advantage of that shit, and she didn't. I'm like Cobra, you got you, you know the way Cobra presents herself. It's like you, you should be able to fight, and you can't fight. I was so damn disappointed. It's hard. She talking about? Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to fight when you don't know if you're trying to fuck or fight. I, I was, you know, that was the only thought in my mind because she was like, "Oh, you know," and then I, I just, I just put her in a hole. She told Ryan that, and I was like, "So you just gonna lie like the cameras wasn't right there watching you get flattened?" Like she damn near literally jumping on top of you. I'm like, girl, get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, I, but you know what though? I don't believe. I don't. You know what? Even after that, I don't even. I still don't believe Lily can fight. I just think she's crazy. No, Lily. No, but nobody throwing no hands. Let's let's yeah. be clear about that. Nobody was throwing hands. I think it was more of a nah, because I'm still. Disappointed. I was about to say I think it was more of an off day, 
for Cobra than Lily won, but now nah, Cobra disappointed me. Nobody, like, no, I mean, again, let's be clear, nobody really won. Yeah, true. Because they didn't really fight; they just kind of jumped on each other and rolled off the couch. Yeah, it was almost like foreplay for Cobra. No, let's not do that because that's not a pretty image. <laughs> I know that room stank after, though. Oh, you know that room smelled like old cheese after. That room smelled like Lunchables when they got done. All right. Okay. All right. Damn, both of y'all? Okay, shit. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, I think that's it for Black Ink, I think. No, we did. Oh, wait. We already talked about Charmaine, didn't we? Yeah. She dizzy. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for um, Black Ink. So, uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. So let's move to loving hip hop Hollywood. Um, where the fuck do y'all want to begin? Um, uh, shit. Let's start with Alexis Sky or Alexis. What's her name? Star. Yeah, Alexis. Alexis Sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alexis, do not care. Alexis, get them eyebrows to fuck together. Because them eyebrows are clearly in two different destinations, and the GPS is rerouting, and I'm just, I don't... Her but eyebrows have not been on the same page all season. They damn near ain't on the same face, but, you know, whatever. That's a fact. I want, I'm, when I was watching it, though, I was like, okay, so roll the beautiful bean footage, because I'm sorry. How they managed to get everything else and didn't get that? Didn't right. get that, and I don't believe that Alexis Scott didn't get her ass whooped by Moniz. I just don't believe it. Crazy as fuck. I know she whooped her ass. Exactly. Monice is like a little honey badger. Like you're not gonna tell me Alexa Sky beat up Monice. That's the first thing Zell said. Was like I heard you got, I heard you got beat, and you he sure did. You know, Zell is one messy ass zebra. <laughs> <laughs> he is messy as hell. Yeah. But I, I agree because I'm just like, if you really whooped her ass. We would know about it. Like, there's no way you would you would have made sure that it got that it was captured she on somebody's just, smart device. You just been in the age where you could be in your basement fighting somebody, and somebody gonna pop out like world star. Exactly. exactly. Like she just went on social media not too long ago and was talking about uh, Monique's uh, family and stuff. So you know full and fucking well if they fought. And she won. She would have went, and she would have said something like Alexis. Exactly. The Alexis. only thing Alexis was saying is, "You know, I checked you." That's coded language for we got into an altercation, and I left bruised, but I still want to talk shit because if you whooped her ass, you would have said, "I whooped your ass," and I will do it again. And Alexis already don't seem like the type that will hold no punches if she feel like she in an adventure situation. So, no, nah, I, I fully believe Monique's what that is. Fully believe. Monique's is like, I was on the ground and so was her wig. So, what's up? <laughs> Shit, them eyebrows, too. Them eyebrows, they, those are the, the, mm. Her eyebrows are like Mimi's titties. Okay. Hard and uneven. Exactly. Because Mimi's titties, those are just, they look frozen and I'm so confused. I, like, how you have cryogenic titties? Like, how does that even work? All right, that's titties is hard as a Catholic priest dick on the playground. Okay, all right, uh, okay, all right. all right. Just saying, titties is hard. 
Somebody said who paid to get bad plastic surgery, and I was like, "Have you seen Love and Hip Hop? Have you have you right. watched the majority of the shows on VH1? Exactly. Pick pick one. Right. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I don't believe I don't believe for one goddamn second that that Monique did not whoop Alexis' ass. I don't. Okay. Believe. So, but the interesting thing to me was. So we all agree that Monice, at the very least, won. If she didn't whoop Alexis's ass, whatever happened, that she probably won. So how are you riding high from that? And then you go to the album release party slash um, I finally finished whatever Ricky Dink mediocre ass music that I'm making party and let Lyrica looking like a motherfucking flaming hot Cheeto read you down into the sediment. I'm confused. Like hey, I, the second week in a row that that lyrical done, done read a motherfucker feel. And Monice was just sitting there like uh, okay. Like sis, if you got hands primarily why? primarily because I think Monice knows she was wrong for how she came at Lyrica to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And so because they were beefing over Masika, weren't they? Like everything yeah. is revolving oh, around Masika. Masika. That is a coward if I've ever seen one. Like me and Curtis were talking about this pregame. Like, how you strategically know every time that the motherfuckers that got beef with you ain't gonna be at said event? Exactly because every time because um, Lucci um, wet match whatever his name is. <laughs> Wait, his baby mama knew exactly where to find your ass, and uh, you were where you were supposed to be. So, how is it? <laughs> That Monice, I mean not Monice, that Alexis Sky can't never catch up with you. You got somebody um giving you the motherfucking behind the scenes details so you can strategically be quote unquote heavy air quotes booked. If you don't get the fuck down, sit down somewhere with the boots, you a coward. Uh, and there ain't shit you can say about it that's gonna make us think that you're not a coward. Just say it. You don't you scared to get your ass whooped. We can see it. Luckily for you, you got friends that'll fight for you. Hey, but I I feel like I feel like uh they're gonna get tired of that shit because I feel Monique's already tired of that shit. Like well, well in well, the preview for the next episode, it looked like they was all tired of that shit and they all came together. It was like air none of us had a problem. until until you motherfuckers got into it. No, none of us none of us have a problem. The problem, everything that's going on between the the fifty of us, however many motherfuckers, there's a whole lot of motherfuckers. All of our issues stems some way, somehow from Masika. Right. And they, you know, that was in the preview. So next week we're gonna see if they're gonna have a kumbaya moment, and then you know they're gonna pop up on Masika's ass. But um, Ray, you know, oh, she got a pedicure when they pop up on her this time, right? And got them feet, uh, them feet are clean. Get her heels. Them heels ain't. I hope them heels ain't hanging over the back of them shoes. Them heels running over to the left. Oops, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> But my thing, so Mr. Mr. Ray, so Mr. Ray is the kind of gay that I I don't fuck with and I can't respect because I understand that this is a VH1 check and you trying to you trying to make a name for yourself and I get it, sis, like you broke <laughs> because that's the only excuse for you to be getting on this show and constantly going toe to toe with somebody that we all know will beat your ass. Because Zell will beat your ass. Zell will beat your ass and you will come out looking like motherfucking pot roast. Like, he will beat your ass. We get it. We know that. So, okay, you broke. But my thing is, I can't fuck with a gay or really a man that will go so hard against women. Like, you inserting yourself into this shit and then constantly fighting with these women. 
I wish they would have let Alexa Sky slap the shit out of him. She did, did she? Or did she they get her before she did it? I thought they got her before nah, she did. Nah, they stepped in. Oh, yeah. okay. Because it, it was twice she tried to come for his ass. Listen, when uh, not Masika, Alexa uh, read his ass down too. She was calling him all kinds of bitches and fat. And I was like, woo, woo. But I'm like, you, how you fix your mouth up? Yeah, we're going to go because she said she was going to slap me and I want to see it happen. And I'm just like, sir, you don't need to be involved. Like, how? why are you being so messy? What are you getting out of this? Yeah, like he, like he, I don't even want to say low key hockey. He being even messier than Zell, and that's a feat. And that is a feat because Zell is messier than a motherfucking manwich. All right. All right. I'm just saying, Zell is messier than carnival food. So, Curtis. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Zell literally is messier than a baby in a high chair. That motherfucker keeps some shit going. He do. Zell is messier than a porta potty at a, at a, at Firefest. I just, mm. <sighs> he messy. <laughs> Again, damn. The point you didn't lie, but that ain't the point. <laughs> that is the fucking point. Shit, he messy as fuck. Go get us canceled, damn it. All right, all right. I guess anyway. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, like, Zell escaped from Madagascar, and he is in L.A. being messy as fuck. That's all I'm saying, all right? Hey, but you got a point, though, because not only not only do Zell kill Ray, uh, well, kill Ray physically, he, 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 with his words, he cut him down every goddamn interaction. Can we, can we talk about it? Because there's nothing worse than a gay who thinks he's shady than he really is. Like, Ray, you are not witty. You're not shady. You need to sit your ass down. You need to sit your Thanksgiving turkey ass down before they drop your ass in some hot oil. Like, damn, sit down. You're doing all of this. You don't have the mouth to back it up. You don't have the hands to back it up. What good are you? He really there for he just there for auxiliary. That's really it. he. De- he's there to be Zell's punching bag because Zell, like it. I have never seen a more lopsided match than Serena Williams against Maria Sharapova. And that's exactly what we're looking. And it's sad because Mr. Ray is Zell's punching bag, but Zell looked like a punching bag in the face. So it's just like you know. Oh, it's dope. Mr. Ray be like, "You a ghetto bitch," and, and Zell be like, "Shut up, you fat sushi roll built motherfucker." I'll be like, "Yo." Mm-hmm. Like this don't like this ain't even fair, <laughs> right? Shit, Zell like, be reading him down. Zell be right. reading him down like he a guest on Ratchet Ramblings, right? <laughs> he do because <laughs> like Shit. you're right, because Candace, you're right, because the only the only real thing that Ray caught can throw at him is like that Zell is ghetto. Zell like bitch, I know, and we all know Zell ghetto, but guess what, Ray, you ghetto too. You just That's bougie me. with it, right? He a blavity black. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Too I far? Mean, All right. Okay. No, cool. that was just far enough because the accurate the accuracy is there. Okay. Cool. All right. Definitely. But that whole that whole scene was stupid, and it's just like, what point? There was no point in y'all going. Like, how did y'all all y'all got together and was like, we gonna roll up in this bitch like Destiny's Child? Hey, that hey. that hey. we said we wasn't going to. Hey, then Alexis had the old Destiny Child hair though. Or am I tripping? Like, did she have like a little half braid, or am I tripping? Who knows? They all raggedy. So true. Oh, uh, true. But uh, so let's yeah, see. That's the style. <laughs> More like karma stillborn. Them motherfuckers okay. look terrible. 
Oh, oh no! Oh no, yeah. baby, what you doing? I mean, it's true. They wrote up, you know, Destiny's Child was lofty. I, you know, maybe black. <laughs> Boom, like an eight hundred eight, because you know Ray built like the Ray built like the zero. Seven hundred two. No, let's not do that because seven hundred two gave us gave us a lot, and one of them died. Or yeah. maybe whatever. one of them died. No, I think it was whichever one of them is a twin. I think the twin died. Oh, oh okay. Okay, well, I'll take that back. We won't count 702. We won't count 702. <coughs> I mean, 702 is linked to Missy, so. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, they really rolled up like, you know, like it was going to be the Lose My Breath video, and y'all were the ones that lost y'all's breath, so I'm just confused you know who, on what the point was. You you know who, you know, speaking of a point, you know who need to ask who? Hazel Lee. Yeah, nasally, nasally need her ass whooped. Real yeah, bad. She do. Like first of all, Hazel, for you to be rolling up into Miss Nikki Baby's uh, uh, event with that Dina Jones ass wig, the disrespect on that, and then you you show up. Let me let me just let me say this about uh, Hazel Lee. That nose. Terrible. First of all, we know that she can smell the Christmas ham cooking today. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> she know what we all had for dinner today. She smelt it. Right. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you can smell the Zaxby's in my kitchen right now. Listen, she can smell the Popeyes of mine. Second of all, that nose, like she could have her own arc. Like she could save the planet because hey. she has the real estate. But that's besides the point. Um, that whole situation with Tierra Marie, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way either they presented it or the way they edited it. Because it's clear that Tierra Marie has a problem, but the way that they, the way that Hazel came at her and the way that they put it together to exacerbate the problem, and it's like her drinking don't have nothing to do with the fact that you deserve that ass whooping that she's trying to deliver. Didn't I say something similar last week? Like, I believe she might have a problem, but I don't believe she's like some out of control alcoholic like they keep trying to paint her. Right. She took one shot and she was being civil to you. You were the one that took it there talking about you deserve violence because you walked away from me. Let me tell you something. Anybody that tells you that you deserve violence for some petty ass bullshit, pay that pay that violence bill. Give them what they desire. Give them what they seek. Because hey, hey let's be absolutely clear. Hazel, you're gonna get your ass beat. There's no way you're gonna win against no Tierra Marie. It's just not in the cards for you, sis. Well, I want I want oh, go ahead. Hazel should be able to sniff when a hurricane coming. That big nose is really big. That's a big well, ass nose. What I want Nasal E to stop at pretending is like her issue with Tierra is even late, is deeper than what it is. Like it don't have her her issue with Tierra, which shouldn't be no fucking issue, but it's Nasal fucking E. Her issue with Tierra stem way back from season one when fucking when Young Bird trash ass told her that that um Tierra allegedly gave him head. That's what the fuck she still that that's what the fuck she mad about Tierra for. Be from a nigga that didn't even claim you from season goddamn one. It ain't got shit to do with Tierra problems or nothing. She's mad over some dick that lied or or allegedly said that some that Tierra did something with them over season fucking one and they didn't claim her. I wish Nasally would stop fucking lying because she not smart enough for her issue with Tierra to be that deep. Right. And let's be let's be very clear. You already losing off jump 
Hazel, because you fighting over a nigga that's built like a prepubescent. Oh, I can't even say it. It's so shady. So you automatically lose. But with that situation, I also didn't like how um, Nikki, she didn't check Hazel for basically... She tried to put it all on Tierra. Yeah, like basically golden Tierra. Like if anybody said the shit that she was saying to Tierra, they would have launched at her ass too. Right. And then Hazel is trash after Tierra left talking about, yeah, because she was drunk and she be drinking. It was like, okay, but you be sniffing, so you shut your ass up. <laughs> you be sniffing. <laughs> All right. You need to get out of every... You what, what Hazel needs to do is just go to the police station and apply to be a canine dog. Like That's enough. All right. You know what? That was mean. I'm, I take that back. That was mean. I mean, you did yeah. not. That was mean-spirited, though. It was true. Yeah, it, it was absolutely <laughs> true. Y'all ain't shit. I mean, we. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't. But I um I um so shit. Speaking of Tierra, what do y'all think of the 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 surprise intervention that they, they that they brought her to? I think Tierra is the wrong one to try that shit on. Yeah, ain't none of that shit going in well. And she gonna pop off like a motherfucking firecracker. From the previews, it looked like she was sitting in the back of that truck. Letting everybody have it, right? I hope she beat everybody ass. She was like, "I got enough for all of you bitches. I ain't, I don't get tired. I'm built for this. Fuck all of y'all." And that's really gonna damage her relationship with with Da or Ad, whatever her name is. Ad ain't had no business doing that. Nope. <clears throat> she really they didn't. Up to that. Yeah, because you know, Nick, because Nikki and Monique, you know, they conspired they put aside whatever differences they had and was like we got to come together like voltron for the greater good of tiara and i get it trying to do an intervention but that just mm-mm. a surprise intervention at that when you have i mean you know interventions are usually a surprise i get it but when you have somebody that already has damaged relationships with the people trying to intervene and then that you know that it's somebody that pops off you got to find a different way. That 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 surprise shit. That's not gonna work at all. It's yeah. just not. It's that's not gonna work. Yeah. But speaking of Monice, um, like we said earlier, I do believe that she, whatever altercation, I feel like she was the victor. If if by a slight margin, fine. But I feel like she was the victor in whatever happened between her and Alexa Scott. But Monice, she needs to. Get it the fuck together because how the fuck, how in the hell is Stevie Mackey your cousin and you out here fighting with bitches over a scary bitch? You fight, you don't even have issue with these bitches and you fighting them. And Stevie Mackey is your cousin. You could be Stevie Mackey makes J Lo sound halfway decent. Correct. So imagine what he could do with you. Granted, you know, you have them flotation devices on your chest. That's okay. You look like um, the other lady from the other show we were talking about. The titties are a little bit too big for your frame, but whatever. But if my cousin was like a renowned vocal coach, you couldn't tell me shit. And it's not like Monique don't have a voice. I mean, now granted that shit was Mm. that voice was, you know, full of struggle. You know, that she definitely was giving us, you know, some hashtag that plate vocals. But oh shit. <laughs> my point is you see who her cousin is, like she could give you a vocal, 
but you running around with all this stupid shit. I just, I don't get it. You know, like we were saying earlier, Jeremy, like some of these people on these shows actually have resources right. and don't use them. I don't get it. Her, that's why it was so funny that Lyrical um, read her down, but Lyrical kind of was in the same boat as her. Like, you, she, Lyrical was out here harping and hooning and hollering about A1 not coming through, but it's like you got connections. If you can't wait on your husband, use your connections. You got, you don't wrote on Grammy winning songs for Grammy winning artists. If A1 take it too long, use your connections and do it without that nigga. Same thing with Monique. Like, your goddamn cousin is a renowned vocal coach. You you shouldn't have time to be up here fighting over Masika's battles and shit. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. Let, let her fall on the sword on her own. You get your career together. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. If you got if you got some business, handle it. Like use your resources. But you know, when you're worried about the wrong shit. Well, I mean it is, I mean Monique is also the same person there that once uh, dated Rich Dollar, so you know. Oh ooh, damn. Mm. I mean, so you know, it's I mean, what what are you gonna do? Oh that's true. Um Yeah, I'm on Monique because she's an idiot in general. Like she is one of the queens uh self-sabotage on that goddamn show mm-hmm. like whenever she got some good going she got to do some shit to fuck it up she can't she can't plant her feet in something good she got something good going with ad she got ad mixed up in her bullshit with tiara like <clears throat> she got right. she could be doing something better musically she too busy trying to fight alexis sky over masika like girl go raise your goddamn kid try to put out a single and calm them titties down yes right them some travel around the world in 80 days ass titties like golly it's just too much it's just a little too much who lot. else is on that show um I, is it anything else we needed to talk about at uh, we didn't talk about brooke and booby <sighs> because ray j and print their storyline doesn't interest me at all like i actually fast forwarded through that part because i wasn't interested i mean i get it it's cute but i feel like that you, y'all can do that off camera that you're, you're not adding anything it's not giving us theater it's not. But what did give me a little bit of theater is Brooke Valentine showing up to the party with that Eon Flux ass wig. <laughs> hey, Curtis. What? Curtis. What? Well, I mean, in fairness, he didn't lie. In fairness. He didn't lie. He didn't lie, but still, goddamn. <laughs> I'm so... Listen, I'm just making observations. That's all I'm doing, y'all. I just make observations. I call it like I see it. I mean, you're right, but still. But she get. Brooke get on my goddamn nerves so much. What is she do? I don't understand what and you know, Brooke the whole thing with Brooke and Booby, not Booby. Booby is okay this season. He's doing all right. He's trying to get his music. But Brooke is really just disappointing me even more. Because as a as a Houston native, born and raised, still living in Houston, to see you on TV looking the fuck stupid, that hurts my heart because you don't need to be out here looking stupid. And I'm confused because Brooke Valentine, even though you only had one hit, we know who the fuck you are. Why are you the only bitch that's not in the fucking studio? Hey. No. She too she too busy. She too busy playing reindeer games with her with her um estranged um married um nigga that she was fucking. Right. Ball headed ass reindeer games at that. Not even the reindeers don't even have wigs. They ball. Like, bitch, what are you doing? I need Brooke to make up her mind. Either she done with Marcus or not. Right, either you gonna fuck booby or you not. What is right? Pick, pick one. Pick, is it Uchi Wallet or one might yes or no? Because but 
let's talk about uh, A1 with that A1 shade. <laughs> when they walked up, he was like, uh, uh, boo-boo, a uh, booba. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, they really be playing the fuck out of how the movie. I mean, but let's let's be clear and let's be honest about the situation. You grown as fuck, dog, still going by booby. We know your government name. You played in the fucking NBA. That's true. You don't need to go by booby. Like true. if I met him and he introduced himself to me as booby, I'm gonna be like, it's nice to meet you, Daniel. I'm not calling you no motherfucking booby. Are you stupid? Hey, call that nigga his whole government. Daniel Gibson. What did you do? Like, are you are you crazy? Like, why booby? Booby. booby. Nigga named booby, dog. Nigga named Boogie. And let's talk about, I mean, and Booby. So here's the thing about Booby, because Booby is not exactly ugly, but at the same time, he kind of looks like a hood guy fox mask in the face. He kind of reminds, he like a male version of Miko Grimes. Like, he not ugly, but the nigga do kind of look like a reindeer in the face. Yeah. He got a very, yeah. I don't. He look like grass. All right. All right. Okay. Mm. All right. I mean, he does uh, his face. I don't know. It's just very geometrical to me. He reminds me uh, like the way like his chin is very pointy. He reminds me of like one of the Decepticons when they transform. And you know how their chin be real pointy. <laughs> the chin like Starscream, right? You know, he got that that um, boobious prime. <laughs> I also think what it is is like booby, like low key, kind of like. Cause it ain't but like a couple of niggas on the show that's worth a damn. Like what we got, Booby, and he re- a recovering cheater, cheat ass nigga. It's Booby, A one kind of sorta uh, together, kind of sorta, kind of sorta. Shit, Ray J by a thread, mm. Mm. and I and I'm using thread loosely. Shit, I can't think of nobody else on the show that's worth a damn. Cause it ain't. Mm-mm. I'm just glad we don't have to look at Cisco no more. I hope they don't bring him back no more. I hope. I hope not either because Cisco truly looks like when you watch him. Like a hog mug. He looked like white porn when they pull the foreskin back. And I'm just like, oh. Hey, Candace, I was live to to you from the the show page Monday. And when when Monique called that nigga Uncle Fester, I was howling. I had to answer. I was like, hey. Everybody called this nigga Uncle Fester. Cause that's what he looked like. He looked like a, a fested ass, uncircumcised, pink ass dick. Oh man, he is so goddamn trash. Oh, he is so fucking trash. I hate that nigga with every fiber of my body. I really do. I ain't think a love. I, I ain't think I could hate a love and hip hop person as much as I do Cisco. He is. He is every. He is every argument on Twitter started by Ashy Twitter rolled up into one ugly ass package. That is correct. He mm-hmm. he he is he is every lady's question given human life. God, Cisco, I hate that. Cisco looked like he smelled like old hot pockets. So that's that. okay. All right, okay. All right. He, he probably is. He he act like he do look like a hot pocket. All he right. do. I was just about to say. You know, he looked like like some frozen Jamaican like beef patties pocket. or something. Like a hot pocket that's been in the freezer too long. No, you know what Cisco looked like. Cisco looks like those smuckers. Uh, Hey, Pouches I know exactly what you <laughs> peanut butter and jelly that they was trying to sell at one point. Hey. That's hey. what he looked like. Hey, you gotta go. Oh, That's okay. Good. All right. Too much? Cool. Right. <laughs> Thanks, family, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say when both of y'all be like, it's too, like, damn. I mean, shit. Uh, okay. All right. 
Uh, so I think that's it. I can't think of anything else that we need to address because I think we've pretty much talked about everything. Mm, everything we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I would say everything. Oh, did we, did, uh, Lyrica, get a stylist, bitch. Get a different stylist because clearly Zell don't like you. <laughs> yeah. You really look like Lyrica, if you ever stumble upon this podcast, bitch, you look like 2005. You don't need and your hair. And your outfit do not need to match in color. Your hair, you don't need that hair. Stop shaving that fucking, like, a soft shave. Like, grow that shit out. And stop wearing so much fucking orange. Shit, looking like some Popeye spicy chicken. Bitch, what the fuck? Golly. You know what, you know what, who her lyrical mind, who lyrical remind me of? She remind me of St. Clair from Living Singing. Or how she dressed. Jesus Christ. Damn. Ufa? All right, cool. Okay. You know what? We're not going to do that because that's disrespectful to Sinclair because at least she was a free spirit. Lyrica ain't got no excuse. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That was disrespectful to Sinclair. Lyrica don't have no excuse to be out here constantly dressed like motherfucking baby carrots and shit. We don't don't need that. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right, Curtis. You know what? You're right. You're right. Sinclair is is a legend. I mean, she dressed like a hobo, but she was a legend. Yeah, she is. She don't deserve that. that you're right. That's my fault. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, so I think with that, we can... Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else um, of importance we need to talk about. Um, Curtis, my man, thank you so much for joining us. This has been absolutely a blast. No, thank you for having me. Like I said, I like coming onto shows where I can just talk cash shit. I don't have to read no script. Or try to keep the conversation on track. I can just say, well, I don't. I didn't say everything that came on my mind because, like I said, I didn't want nobody calling me problematic because I definitely was about to say some racist. But I appreciate y'all for having me. You know, I like the show. I fuck with what y'all doing. I fuck with y'all. So I'm happy to. I was happy to be here and chop it up with y'all. Yeah, you know, it's all love. Uh, real, like on one for, for the one time for the one time. Let the people know where they can find you. Uh, where they can find you your podcast and give the people anything, any parting words that you want to import to the people. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, you can find me pretty much on all social media as Trillificent. And my show is Gay Side Stories. That's on all social media, spelled how it sounds, all one word. And uh, you can go to my website, GaySideStories.com. That'll link you to everything as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Candice, you got any closing words? Uh, I just want to thank Curtis for coming through. It was a pleasure. We gotta have you back uh, when we do our ratchet recap for the uh for the after the reunions. And yeah, go check out uh any previous podcast. Go check us out on Gay Side Stories. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter. We live tweet the shows mm-hmm. on Monday and Wednesdays. Follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, it's just football wise. We don't give a fuck about that shit. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a. It don't even exist to me no more. Yeah, because I'm not going. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to. I, for nothing I don't else. have any. I don't have anything else left. And they talking about the season finale coming up. How y'all ain't give us shit to work? I was about to say Five nigga, episodes. <laughs> nigga, how the fuck you have a season finale and you ain't even had a season? Because Michael Vick was like, pack this shit up. We're going dog. back to Virginia while you out here bullshitting. Right. You know, let me just say, point of clarification that I didn't say earlier because I was too busy laughing. <laughs> I was not listeners, everybody on CSPN listening to this, I was not shading Candace's mom for wearing white dog. <laughs> 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 I, 
They're wound great. I was shading Ashley because she looked like she wear white diamonds. I'm shading her. I'm shading my mama. We, I gotta get that fight. <laughs> I can't deal with that. Shit. Oh God! Everybody go. said it. I walk by her dress. What the fuck is she doing with white diamonds? <laughs> oh man! But, uh, no, that was that was that was a great moment. My mom, she's a she a good sport. She oh, yeah. she laughed her ass off. But yeah, this a this a good episode. I can't wait to go back and listen to it. And like I said, please go check out the gay side stories. Yeah, Curtis is doing great work. He's doing, he doing some good work, and he's he's a he's allowing cisgender cis uh cishet people to come into the space and and give their thoughts and views on things mm-hmm. and that's kind of an honor because really the uh the gay and trans community don't need our goddamn opinions on nothing unless they, they ask for it mm-hmm. if we be because so we be loud and wrong as fuck a lot well i mean <clears throat> that's true but at the same time <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We don't. He hey, hey it was, you brought it up. Hey, for a minute, Curtis, he was gonna say it. he was like, uh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but <laughs> to be fair, within the community, it'd be a whole lot of motherfuckers that's loud and wrong, and that's some of the conversations that I try to highlight. You know, like with pansexuality when I had side eye special on. Yeah, and, that was dope. Shout out, shout, side eye. That, that was dope as fuck. And uh, when I had the con- the episode about bisexuality, when one of my good friends was on the show, so don't get it twisted. We we got a lot of issues within the community too. So that's okay. some of the things that I try to tackle on the show. So yeah. keep it up, my brother, and we, you know you know we will be supporting you always. Appreciate y'all. Likewise, you know I fucks with y'all the long way and the short. My man, on good so, days and the bad one. Hey hey. So with that, I think we're going to close out on um, listen to Gay Side Stories, listen to Ratchet Ramblings. Shit, I'm going to do promo for both shows. Find both shows, however you find your podcasting, and share with your friends. Leave reviews, comments, and let us know. Let, um, let it be known how you feel, how you support the show and stuff, and we appreciate it. Uh, this has been episode eight. Um, and Shout out to Dan from Crowning College, by the way, too. Yeah, Dan. We love you. Yeah, I love that nigga sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, uh, but yeah. So we will holler at y'all next week, and we will have more ratchet ramblings for y'all. And we are out. Peace.